Hi friends and welcome or welcome back to another episode of This is for the Soul, the podcast and I'm your host Brianna Sade. If you are new here, hello and welcome to This is for the Soul. If you are not, welcome back. So before each episode, I do read tarot and I shuffle my deck of cards and intuitively do a one card pull just to get the collective feel and the vibe and to just deliver messages from spirit, the divine, whatever you believe. I set the intention that whoever this message comes across, it was meant for you. And um, yeah, so... Let's just get into the read for the day. So the card that I pulled for the day is the Page of Pentacles. And when you look at the Page of Pentacles card, it's a man and he's holding a pentacle and he's admiring the pentacle. And that right there, it just signifies that, you know, it's all about someone who knows what their plan of action is and who has a sense of responsibility a sense of duty and who's working to fulfill their goals it might not be the best right now but at least they know that what they're doing is going to lead them to that stability in the future good things are coming in but it's all about working and making sure that you have what you need right now and that things are working how they're working but they will eventually get better and things will turn in your favor um so yeah it's all about hard work and responsibility and dedication and knowing that this is what i'm meant to be doing and it's coming like good things are near and it's this is really crazy because this is like the energy that i'm in right now you know i'm about to start my last semester of school and i'm planning on furthering my education and it's like now I have to figure out like what I'm gonna do and keep my ducks in a row so that way I'm secure for my future and I think that's really beautiful so that is the card of the day and that's the energy that we are sitting with yeah I hope you guys enjoyed that reading and I hope that it resonated with you all and yeah let's get into today's episode So I'm back. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm back on a consistent basis, but I'm home and I really did miss doing this Um, and I could not wait to come back and start recording because so much has happened in like what the past three weeks. I think it's almost been a month and time has literally been flying. Um, But Yeah, where have I been? I've been on a, I guess you can say, an extended family vacation. Um, I'm from New York, so this played out kind of weird, how everything was planned, kind of thrown together. So I went to New York, and then from New York, I flew to Orlando, stayed in Orlando for a week, and then after that, I ended up going back to New York, and I'm home. So a lot has transpired within that time frame. Um... One thing I can say about family vacations is she just makes sure that everybody gets along (laughs) because it makes things a lot easier. And, you know, I love my family. I don't get to see that part of that side of my family that often. 
and it's like two different worlds i'm here in virginia and then i go up there and like new york is already a crazy chaotic place <laughs> i can only visit I lived in New York. I spent a good chunk of my childhood in New York. And it's like once you leave and you get out of that mindset, it's like there's no going back. And my dad's been trying to convince me to move up there so much. But I just be like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with being in New York. New York is a beautiful city. But at the same time, there's a lot of people there that are stuck in this one way of living and and that's because unfortunately people don't travel and don't decide to get up and see the world because they're comfortable only with what's around them and it's unfortunate you know especially because when you live in a city like that especially if you're in the boroughs a lot of the times transportation it's like what's the point of having it I don't want to be stuck in traffic I don't want to be sitting in my car more times than I'm, you know, actually out. It, and going out there and driving is scary as fuck. Like, they will run you off the road. <laughs> so it's just like, I'd rather just walk and take public transportation and do what I gotta do because it's quicker and it's convenient. But at the same time, like I said, a lot of people are used to that and they don't travel. They don't get to see the rest of the world. I mean, you have a choice. You can always decide to still do that, you know, whether you have a car or not. But it's still like, you know, some people just choose not to. And and, and one thing that I can say is that when I go up there, me and my dad, we do have a lot of conversations because there are parts of me that are like, damn, what if I did stay here? What would my life be like, you know? I grew up in between Westchester County and the Bronx. Um, I was born in White Plains, but my dad's side of the family was in the Bronx. And then my mom's side of the family, Westchester County. Um, when people tell me, where are you from? I just say the Bronx because like, you know, that's where my dad is. And that's who I usually visit anyway. But yeah, I just always wonder, I'm like, what would my life be if I stayed in New York? I always think about that. And it's like, yes, I moved to Virginia when I was 11. Okay. But it's like, I still spent my childhood there. Yeah. It's like, I still spent my childhood there and I still got to see what life was like. My definition, like before I came down South, cause I used to always like when I was younger, um, I used to come back and forth. So Virginia was like my second home because this is where my Nana lived. My Nana moved out here. She moved out here when I was like three, four years old. And she stayed out here ever since. So, you know, when I was younger, I would come back and forth. And then eventually I just ended up living here. But yeah, it's just like two different worlds. And they just keep building and building and building and building. And it's really not somewhere that, you know, it's really not somewhere that I ideally would want to raise family. Like when I was out there, um, you know, the Canadian brush fires happened and that was a lot and the air quality is already ass in new york city so just imagine like it was terrible you know so it's like if they need to just stop building on top of new york period because it's not gonna be good and it's just a lot it's just a lot for me empathetically but i like the city i just don't like too much of city you know i i like a happy mediums yeah so back to this whole thing um 
my family vacation, I, I'm looking at a lot of ways within a lot of people that I grew up around and I'm starting to understand and realize why I am the way that I am and why I do the things that I do. So it was healing for me, you know, and it's like maybe this wasn't the right time to do this, but at the same time, it probably was the right time because it was well needed. And I hope that with all the stuff and all the chaos that happened, we can all begin to heal and, and figure out what is it that we need to do and work on for ourselves. And for me, it was definitely healing. And also there is a certain individual that I had to realize that I cannot fix people. Sometimes I have a habit of trying to fix someone and make them be better because that's what I want for them. But it's like, Sometimes people are just going to see the world how they see it and they're going to do what they want to do and they're going to heal on their own time. And if if that time is in another lifetime, then it just might be in a lifetime. But it's just like, you know, you can't fix someone. You can't continuously pour into somebody and, and try and steer them in the right direction and hound them with with your, you know, with your willpower, because if they don't want to be fixed, it's like you're wasting your time, you're wasting your breath, you're wasting your energy. And yeah, so I had to realize that like this person is who they're going to be. And I just have to accept that it's either be angry and, 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 and continue to hold that grudge or it's either see it for what it is, let it go and just pray for them and just let them do them and hope that they realize that, you know, it's time to wake up. It's time to do what you need to do. Everybody evolves on their own time. And it's like, my healing point is not their healing point. And I have to, and I had to really realize that. So I had, um, so I had a lot of reflecting. It wasn't all bad. Just the fact that I got to see all of my cousins, my brother, my sister, the, the younger ones together, because I am the oldest out of all the kids. So it's like seeing all of them. It's like, it's a joy, you know, because we don't get this time to spend together at all. It's very rare that all of us are together in one place like that. And then unfortunately, in the midst of all this, I found out that my aunt on my mom's side had passed away. And also, Miss Jackie O, she passed away. And that kind of affected me, but we're going to talk about that. Um, I, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm sorry for your loss and this, this, that, and a third. And it's, it's cool, you know, it's something it's common that people say when you lose somebody. But for me, I've been like, it's crazy because I wanted to do a whole episode related on this because like I'm starting to have a whole different perspective and outlook when it comes to things like this. And um, I wasn't really close to my aunt, my mom's side, but we had our connection and I had my moments and my time that I spent with her um, and she was she was suffering. And I know that now she doesn't have to suffer anymore. And now that she's resting and she's in a better place. So it brings me a lot of peace. And that was the same with when my grandfather passed away. My grandfather went out in 20, passed away, what? I think it was like 2011, 2012. When he passed away, 
I literally cried for two minutes, maybe five. <laughs> so I know I cried for like a quick, you know, a quick second. And then after that, I felt so much peace within my body because I knew, like I said, my grandfather, he was he was struggling. He was also suffering. He was also someone who was going through a lot. And with our situation, how things were, how things played out, you know, I think that's what my grandfather would have wanted anyway. So it brought me a lot of peace. And I was a child when that happened. I've been to a couple of funerals, you know, and it's just my outlook on things. I don't know. I've always been that way since I was a kid. Grieving is a is a process for a lot of people. And it's a lot of um, different cycles that we all go through. And like I said, I know that she's in a better place and I know that she's resting and I know that she's okay. And I feel that. So that's why I'm not even. And then um, I found out about Miss Jackie O and her pat and her death. That one, now the thing about it is I've seen her on the No For Sure podcast on like episode three. I didn't know too much about her. And I, I know who DC Young Fly is, but I didn't realize that that's who she was, you know, that's who he was with. And I was just like, wow, she passed away and her her legacy, it's lived on. Like I was... um. I didn't even know her and I was like damn you know and and like I and I was watching the dedicated episode to her on No For Sure because I really do like No For Sure so shout out to B Simone and shout out Megan and they were talking about it and it's so true like people who don't even know her didn't know her are grieving her loss because her energy was so positive it was felt it's and it's still felt and Looking into that story, it kind of gave me chills because it's like what she went through and what happened to her was very unfortunate. And a lot of women should really be more cautious about, you know, these surgeries and what they're doing to their bodies because a lot of these surgeries can be life altering. And it's like to each its own, it's your body, your choice, but it's all about, you know, making sure that you're doing what needs to be done so you can get through it. Then I heard about what Azalea Banks did. All I'm saying about that is by her saying what she said and doing what she did, that's literally putting something, putting a spiritual target on her back. Plain and simple. But I think she knows that. So it's like, it's it's really sad and it's really unfortunate. And I just also think that it's really weird because like a lot of people like grieving, for example, people grieve a certain way. Everybody grieves differently. And it's on the internet. For me personally, I look at grieving on the internet as, you know, to each his own. It's not something that I would do right away, but I'm not in anybody else's shoes. So who am I to judge? But it's weird how people look at celebrities and, and um, you know, just people in general, like people expect grieving to be done in a certain way. Like if somebody is happy after someone passes away or if somebody's smiling or even thinking about doing something positive, they get looked at like, why are you happy? Why are you doing that? Like, such and such just died and I think that's so strange like that's so weird like the internet has really created this 
this monster like of people get looked at and picked on for every single thing you do you can't even you can't even grieve how you want to or you can't even be who you want to be because people are going to look at you a certain way or pick you apart because you're doing something that's not expected of you to do and it's just really fucking weird and like that whole thing just made me like mm you know, because they were talking about how DC Young Fly looks like he, they were talking about how DC Young Fly didn't look like he was phased at all, or how B. Simone was profiting off of her, off of Jackie's death because she was on her close friends and, you know, shit like that. And she and B. Simone even said in her episode, in um, the episode, she felt guilt because it's like, the way that I process grief is different, same. And it's like, why it's like I feel ashamed or I feel or or judged because I can't even be happy like people think that I'm just supposed to be sad all the time when I'm grieving and it's like I want to be happy and if I post myself even smiling I get attacked and it's like oh like that shit that shit's crazy like it really is but it's like it's social media has opened up a whole world of different meanings to what things are supposed to be or what things are supposed to look like and it's just just crazy to me but back to me and my family (laughs) um this whole experience this whole trip everything that's happened it's really allowed me to it's really opened me up to what I need to do for myself and how I need to not only be better but do better and family is family dysfunctional or not like my family they mean a lot to me and it's like at the end of the day there's a lot of work that everybody needs to do but nobody can tell you what you need to do you have to see that for yourself and then once you see that for yourself then that's when the actual healing process can begin because healing is a process but it all starts with you first you know everybody else can tell you what you need to fix what you need to do but screw what everybody else is telling you i mean i'm working through my issues every day and I'm finding that forgiveness forgiveness is 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 really key. Forgiveness is key because when you forgive somebody, you're you're setting yourself free from the burden of what that person did. And you're allowing yourself to be more you're allowing yourself to be more vulnerable. You're softening your heart because it's like you can like I talked about this in my forgiveness episode, which is on YouTube as well. Um, I said that like in order to forgiveness is a, as an act of selfishness. It's it's for you. It's for your peace. It's for your personal. All right, guys. Power. So I'm going to end this episode right here. As always, thank you so much for supporting me and listening um, don't forget to check out the 444 the soul Instagram. It's underscore 444 the soul underscore. The Google Docs is on the page. It's in my um, 
highlight section under for you i might change it i'm not sure but yeah don't also don't forget to you know drop drop any ideas suggestions things you want me to talk about in the google form and i will be glad to answer your responses also to leave a good review good comment under these episodes so that way we can spread the love to more people um thank you guys so much once again i love y'all and i will see y'all next episode bye